now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. The Houston Rockets were playing at the Los Angeles Clippers, which is in the Staples Center. And during the offseason, there was a big exodus from the Clippers when Chris Paul, their starting point guard, left to go to the Houston Rockets. I think it was a trade. I don't think it was a free agent thing because now the Clippers have a bunch of players that used to be with Houston, I think. And it was all contentious, bad blood, all this stuff. Okay. So Houston is playing at Los Angeles. And there's all of this real scrappy, contentious, arguing, woofing, almost fighting, players from the bench saying stuff to players that are on the floor. End of the fourth quarter, there's almost fights breaking out. Austin Rivers, with a foot injury and a boot, is trying to start stuff (laughs) with players who are on the floor playing. So Trevor Ariza takes particular, you know, umbrage to this and whatever. So the game ends. And then shortly afterward, we start seeing tweets on NBA Twitter saying, something's going on around the locker room. Security's been called and there's fighting and la la la. So by the end of the night, the story that NBA Twitter had pieced together was that Trevor Ariza... Chris Paul, James Harden, and Gerald Green got together, and Chris Paul was like the 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 uh, the head of this whole posse, supposedly. And they went through a quote unquote secret passageway, secret hallway from the visiting locker room to the home locker room, which is the Los Angeles Clippers. That boggles my mind. Yeah, they went through. They they tunneled through like moles. They took a (laughs) utilidor. They they went and they they tunneled through. And they burst into the Los Angeles Clippers locker room. And they were looking for for Blake Griffin and Austin Rivers. And it was going to be... Who's still in his street clothes. It's still in his street clothes in a boot on his foot because he had been the one that had been doing the most trash talking, even though he didn't play in the game. And he's not exactly the most loved player in the NBA. (laughs) Pretty much the, the truth is everyone hates Austin Rivers, even his teammates. Because he's the son of the Clippers coach, who's Doc Rivers. That doesn't help him any. No. Uh, he's he's basically never going to be liked, no matter what no. he does. He's, the, no. he's one of and, those guys. And, and no matter where he goes. No, doesn't matter. So, while this is going on, there's a knock at the door of the Clippers <laughs> locker room. And somebody opens it, and it's... Capella of the Houston Rockets, who's apparently from Switzerland, or like uh, he, unless that was some sort of a joke that they were making that <laughs> about Switzerland. <laughs> but he comes and you know he knocks on the door, and so somebody opens it and he says something like, "Hey, you know, pizza delivery or whatever." 
The joke is that Clint Capella is supposed a distraction. No matter what he said, the, the joke is that he was supposed to be a distraction. While he's the Trojan Paul, horse. Yes, he's, he's the Trojan horse for all. Chris Paul, Trevor Reza, Gerald Green, and James Harden sneak in to make their, you know, ambush attack on the Los Angeles Clippers. Oh, it's so perfect. With Clint Capella coming to the door, like, knock, knock, knock. Have you heard about, you know, Amway or whatever? (laughs) 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 And Gerald Green has only been a Clipper for, like, a month. Yeah. But so he's, he's still, of course, well, you know what? I'm on the team. We're he's doing still this. down to clown. He's still down to clown. So, <laughs> the, so I don't care. That's my story in my mind. No one is going to ruin my fairy tale. It's the best thing to happen this year in the NBA, period. Clint Capella, the fall guy. He's like seven feet tall. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. I, I've heard that there's a fight in here. Can I come in? <laughs> yeah. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Well, it does seem that uh, possibly the NBA needs to make some resolutions not to fight. Clearly the players did not make New Year's resolutions not to fight. But uh, we are here to make some New Year's resolutions on this show. And we'll start off by saying hi. Welcome to Butter and Bacon, where we discuss the good stuff of Disney and the bad stuff of sports. I'm Pauly, your leader in this intrepid expedition, creeping through the hallways to the other locker room where we will meet up with Amy. Hi, Amy. (laughs) I'm going to get up in my walking boot and say, hey, come on, come on, bring it on, come in, come Come at me. The the fish, I'm going to be like the bodyguard fish from Sweater. Welcome to the Salty Spittoon. How tough are you? <laughs> and standing at the door menacingly is Dean. Hang on, I'm, I'm almost through the hallway. Paul, go around front. I'm at the back door of 3 o'clock radio. I'm right. about to knock on. We're going nice. in. Nice. We're going to knock on the door of 3 o'clock radio. <laughs> Except it's going to be Ellen with four drinks. <laughs> Oh, we've lost Amy. MAGA. She's done. She's done. Make Amy giggle again. <laughs> they said there was a police presence at the buses. <laughs> Someone called the LAPD. There were police at the I mean, buses. I mean, happened. It's like the state championships in downtown Newark. <laughs> like, really? You know who it was? Was it DeAndre? DeAndre yes. Jordan? Was yes. <laughs> no, no, actually, you know who it was? It was Mr. Rivers. <laughs> because he can't run away. <laughs> the elder Rivers? No. The younger Rivers? Oh, yeah. oh, that'd be even funnier. Doc Rivers calls the cops to protect his kid. Because Doc his kid Rivers. Because his kid is Hopalong Cassidy and he can't escape anybody. <laughs> So I think Dean actually came up with this idea. So, uh, you know, we wanted to talk about some resolutions that we personally have, um, either ourselves when it comes to Disney or things that we would like for Disney to have resolutions on for the new year of 2018. So, um, I, Dean, do you have one in mind you'd like to start with? 
Well, or if not, I can I can sure, begin. I'll, 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 I'll kick you off with the first one. It actually came from a Twitter conversation. And my resolution is for Disney Hollywood Studios, and it's two-part. Number one, settle on a name, because we know you're not going to be Disney Hollywood Studios anymore. And number two, you, you got to start bringing it a little, because I'm tired of defending you. I'm tired of making people try to convince them that you are still a full-day park. So let's get working on that Toy Story land. I, I don't want the arguments anymore about the... There's, I don't know if you guys have been keeping up on it. There's already criticism of Toy Story Land as if it's not good enough of what they had planned when it's not even open yet. So let's get it open. Let's get people in there and let's start recognizing Hollywood Studios as on its way back to the path of greatness. I definitely agree on both parts. <laughs> oh, I completely agree, though, with that. I mean, Studios, 2018, it better be a big year for the Studios. Well, it's got a land opening up, so yeah, I, I would yeah. think it's going to. And from yeah. what I'm hearing and reading, um, you know, they keep saying summer 2018. I think it's going to be sooner than later. Um, as we saw when Volcano Bay opened, you know, people are said, well, they're not even doing landscaping. Landscaping takes three weeks. They can start doing soft opening, you know, uh, cast member previews of the ride when you start to see the slinky coaster start doing its testing. Um, you know, I, I think you're going to, we're going to be weeks away from opening, even if they don't have a single tree planted, because it doesn't take that long to do that. There's no question they want that thing open before Memorial Day. No question. And if not, before Easter. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I think if they are opening before the 4th, that's a fail. So Dean, that's a, that's a strong opener. Um, I don't think we're going to get any, any blowback or feedback to the negative on that one to start off. Amy, do you have a resolution for the parks? I do have a resolution for the parks. Um, I have been on sort of a social media a break. You don't say. Late. So I don't have a whole lot of knowledge of anything that has happened since before Christmas with Disney. I know of one news story. And that news story was that they ran a monorail and the doors popped open from from the, I started to say Tomorrowland Transit Authority, from the... Uh, <laughs> that would be impressive. You missed the, a lot then, Amy. You missed a lot. <laughs> yeah. They, they ran a, it was, I think it was monorail red or something, and yes. they couldn't get the doors to close. Here comes maintenance. And they got it to, to stick closed. They sort of like backed up and were like, is it going to stay? Is it going to stay? Is it going to stay? It stayed closed long enough. They were like, okay, run it. So it pulls out from the transportation ticket center. And, you know, it's approaching Epcot. And the doors swing open. And so these poor people, you know, sitting in the monorail cab. And, and it pulls into the station. And the people will get out and the cast members are like, why didn't you call us on the emergency yes. phone? Yes. And you, you know, kind of like blaming the blaming the victim. Yeah. The well, monorail situation. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> it makes terrible. me irrationally angry. Like I should not get this angry about it, but the fact that the fact that there has been all <laughs> all of this other stuff 
like being built and worked on and everything in Walt Disney World, and yet they're running these monorails that sort of make me think of a two-tone car that's been put together with bits and pieces <laughs> of other cars. In and I may be being like too rough about it or like exaggerating or hyperbole or whatever, but man, the monorails have got to go. They got they got to get some new monorails. I, yeah, stop like piecing things together from old monorails and like sticking duct tape on there and hoping it'll hold and like trying to get, trying to get the doors to stay shut with some silly putty and and twine. Do you know oh, when yeah, those trains on. came online? Do you, do you know when the, the these mono, the current monorail? I think they're Mach six right now. When they or Mark six when they, when they came on? Mark, not Mach. I met Mark. If they went that fast, that'd be something. They go about Mach point zero zero six. When the Mark sixes mm. came online. Tell me. 89. Yep. So they had fours back, you know, in the, the original in the 70s, and they replaced those basically within 15 years, and these guys are now going on 30. Yep. Now, Come they, on. They do daily maintenance, supposedly. Come on. And some Come of the on. old Walt Disney Come World on. monorails are the ones out in Vegas. So Come it's, on. it's yep. not like the trains can't last, but they're not doing something right if we've been having all these uh, issues. You and know what? I, let me, I let me tell you. I can't. Can, can I tell you, Amy, that I don't think that you are off base with being, and I don't think it's as irrational, and here's why. You've been, you've been a Disney fan long enough that you have been told from when you were a little girl, these monorails have pristine service records. Right. That was a selling point in their DVDs, that the monorails have 99.99% uptime. They are flawless. No, they're not. They used to be. No. And Dean, like you said, 30 years? I mean, if you were to take the cars that are in pristine condition in Jay Leno's garage, which are 30 years, 40 years, 50 years old, and drive them daily with people using them every day, they will break down. And the demand on the monorail system only increases each yes. year. Like there, I, I can't tell you how many times I've been on a monorail in the last couple of years and there's not been a seat. And like 5, 10, 15 years ago, there was never a time when we rode the monorail when we had to stand up. Think no of the increase the in day. hotel rooms. Think of the yes. increase in hotel rooms that are using it, let alone the increase in demand from increased um, ticket sales to the Magic Kingdom. Oh, yeah. I mean, they keep touting. They keep touting, oh, you know, our, our, uh, our attendance has gone up every year. Well, that's great. Mm -hmm. Guess what? It's keeping pace. <laughs> My guess is the reason why there's, you know, more people in each monorail, too, is my suspicion is that they're running less monorails at a time because they're they're trying to just, like, st MacGyver these monorails in the back. Like, you know, well, we've got these, we've got these you know, four that's ready to go. Well, we, we're going to do two on the Epcot line and then, like, maybe three which is, which on is Seven Seas Lagoon. Which is yes, absurd. Absolutely, absolutely. I, something's got something's got to give. And what makes me really, really angry thinking about it is: Are they waiting for something to happen that's going to be no. really bad? Like, are, no, are they like, I don't, okay, I don't let's think do this as long as we can. Let's put this no. off as long as because we can. Because the PR hit from that would be far worse than any yeah. financial outlay. It just so, makes me, ugh, it makes me really angry that this is being I just don't pasted think that's together. 
Oh, right. That, and uh, what I've also heard is people saying, oh, they're going to replace it with the gondola system. And anyone who looks at a map or knows anything about the gondola system, that's not true. No, they're different parks, they're different resorts, and it's a different capacity completely. Current estimate is the monorail service 200,000 people per day. They're, yeah. not, they're not removing the monorails, they're not shutting down the monorails, they're not replacing them with a no. gondola, but they do no. need to do exactly what Amy said, and that is either really refurbish them, or, more likely, let's replace them at this point. Here's the thing, with the monorails, they can be built, assembled, and tested off the monorail line. And once they work, they can be craned onto the monorail line, and they are in service. I... Uh, <sighs> Do it. Disneyland has had a brand new fleet of monorails. I want to say it's been within the last 10 years. Uh, The thing about Disneyland is that they run far, far, far less monorails at a time because they only have one monorail beam and only one, you know, one route, (laughs) which is uh, downtown Disney Station, which is, you know, next to the Disneyland Hotel and the Tomorrowland Station, which is inside the park. So they run far fewer monorails at a time, and they need far fewer monorails total. But they have had a new monorail fleet within, I want to say it's been within the last 10 years. I think it was about five years ago, which that in itself Mm. had issues with the design. They couldn't handle the turns at first, which I'm sitting there going, you have the tolerances and specifications. Uh, What? And the thing is, what like when you're sitting in those, I think everyone sits facing the inside. I think they all sit, yeah, yeah. I they, think they I, sit I don't in. Say, I it's like a subway. I think it's like a subway. They all they all face inward. I started to say side saddle, but no, it's not <laughs> wow. <a> side saddle. <laughs> wow. But like you're sitting facing in, you know, inward because if you're facing the other direction, you're facing like the outside of the park. Yeah, so you're all that. facing, you know, the inward direction. But um, uh, just an interesting tidbit. I don't believe that those are climate controlled. But no. they have they have windows that open and shut. So and a vent can... on the roof. <laughs> so so uh, that's the deal about the monorails, man. They got to do something. That is my main um, resolution for Disney for this year. Uh, you know, stop having people in the back with, you know, gardening shears and, and, you know, duct tape. Uh, no, this is not going to work anymore. Like pasting this stuff together. Uh, do something, do something. Say you have a new fleet on the way that will make us feel a little bit better about the fact that these are falling apart, but you have to do something more than what you're doing. Yeah, Cause that's extremely, can you imagine if someone had a stroller in there, and they forgot to set the lock on the wheels, oh, and that, these doors that, are open. That could have been tragic. It could yes. have been tragic. Anyone could have fallen out. If anyone had just been kind of glib about it and sort of like leaning up against the doors, which, you know, yeah. don't do that, for, you know, no. certainly not anymore. But, like, if you're just, you know, leaning leaning against, you know, that pole that's next to the door or something, people could have died. People could have been seriously yep. injured. 
this is not something to be glib about. Like the cast no. members at Epcot were like, why didn't you call? Well, you know, would I rather take my chances in pulling into Epcot with them open or have to wait for three or four hours for, you know, a cherry picker to come and get us out over top of, you know, the toll, the toll booth there at the front of Epcot? Like, no, Although, honestly, I, I still would have called. I mean, I, yeah. I do see the cast member point, and I think yeah. if I'd have been in that cab, I'm not necessarily taking out my phone and just filming. I think right. I am picking up the emergency call if phone you even know and it's calling there. the monorail. If you even know it's there, like well, the three, of, and the again, three of us know, the yes. three of us and, know. And but if you're I'm people, speaking as me, 100%, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, a lot of Disney guests have never taken public transportation before, and I know to some well, people that sounds crazy. The only yeah. time that I have ever taken public transportation has been in Walt Disney World. Right. You know, here here in my town, I've never had occasion to take public transportation. I have a car, and we're a small town, and we don't have like subways or, or a really large bus system or anything like that so you know do you have, Jer- you know, do you have I mean, jersey mics <laughs> like where, where do you get your, where do you get your grinders if you don't have subway no one gets grinders outside of connecticut oh. uh, I, don't, I don't i don't know what that is that, that's a philly subs. thing subs, I don't know. yeah hoagies I, is a philly thing i don't know wedges and even then that's submarine <laughs> sandwiches quirkies hmm Food Factor Fiction is a great show. It's a sandwich episode. <laughs> Watch it. Oh right. <laughs> Let's just sandwich this in between the next two. Oh! Ooh. Uh, I, I did want to yeah. point out the Disneyland uh, monorails. The refurb was 07 to 09. So they're, you know, 8 to okay, 10 years. Okay, so it was exactly, yeah. yeah. 8 to mm-hmm. 10 years, uh, meaning it might be time for them to revisit this uh, down in Walt Disney World. Yes, please. It's been past due. It's been past due. There's... Oh man, I, I could go on. For, I could go on for this entire episode about like the monorail situation. I really could. I'm well, just, you uh, you could, but I would edit it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so I'll just uh, I will uh, end my rant here. Oh. But yeah, that's my main one for Walt Disney World. All right. Well, mine is. Um... It's one of those things that it's going to sound very simple for me to say, and it also seems very simple for Disney to do, but in reality, it is not going to be something easy for them to do, but it is something that is way overdue, and that is for them, by the time October rolls around, and it's Epcot's next anniversary, that you announce what the plan and the theme is going to change to for Future World. Yes. I like that one. They have announced what they're going to do from a high-level park-like take down the Communicore buildings. Thank you, Drunk at Disney. You were right about that. But they haven't really shown us details with what is the, what, what's the theme? What is the overarching thesis of Future World? Is it still going to be Future World? Is it still talking about human advancement? Is it still talking about technology and how we are coming together as a people? Is it still going to be inspirational and aspirational about that? And if it is, how are they going to do it? they got to get that out. I mean, it's going on for way too long. Yeah, don't leave us to worry for too long about what the heck you're going to do or what what cuts you're making. Because you already showed us that concept art at D23. Like, don't don't let this be, like, the concept art for New Fantasyland, and you have, like, that whole fairies, Tinkerbell section, and all that stuff. And <laughs> then, like... Wharf. 
Yeah, and the thing opens and it's like, oh, we just didn't do that part or whatever. Like, you've already showed us the concept. You've already had us thinking about it and talking about it for months now. Come on, man. Fess up. Tell us what you're going to do. It's time. And they've, been, and they've been better at this with the Galaxy's Edge, with Star Wars Land. Um, you know, revealing the sit-down restaurant just this past week. Um, that'll be kind of the cantina-looking thing. Um, over there, so you know, they, you start lining up to make your ADR now. Yeah. But that's something where they're putting a little bit of meat around those bones that they put out there with the concept art. They need to do that with. This is the front half of your second largest theme park. You have to do it. Otherwise, it's just going to continue to get languished and laughed at and become like we've talked about. It's just a festival park, which to me is a lot to pay $105 or whatever it's going to be at the end of the year. Um, if they raise it again, 107 110 who knows? That's a lot to pay to go into something that isn't really a theme park. It's a collection of festival booths and some kind of cool countries in the back. It's going to take a really long time for them to do all of this construction and changing stuff, too. Um, yep. And they're I'm not going to start until Star Wars is done. That yeah. I understand. I understand yeah. that. Mm -hmm. But at least tell us what's coming, because mm -hmm. then you start to get you start to get excited about it. You know, people start to you know, Epcot lovers can maybe get behind if it's a reinvigorated thesis around the original point of the park. People can get excited about it. Right now, people look at like bolted on test track, and they go, eh. you know. What's that giant building over by the land? That has nothing to do with the land. Yes, Soren's a great ride, but what does it have to do with the land? Nothing. This is where they happen to put it. You know, the Toy Story you know? Land construction's coming to a close, and if you believe exactly. that they have construction crews, what's yep. that group going to do next? Why, why can't they get Demo. started? Yeah, well, why can't they get started on that Epcot refurb? No, I completely agree, and particularly if Toy Story Land is going to be as lush and green as that concept art indicates and they're going to make a more park-light setting behind Spaceship Earth, by all means, get that same crew. Get it going. Just get it going. I went to Disney California Adventure when they were doing the um, construction and transition from, like, the original California Adventure to... Pan's Labyrinth. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like the, the change from the original DCA to, like, the Buena Vista Street theme and um all of that and there were like construction walls as far as you can see it was you know walkways and they're you know diverting you here it was mm -hmm. difficult to get around it was a headache honestly um the main entrance was blocked off and they had well they had you enter at the main entrance but you immediately had to snake around all the way down past Soren, and then you actually entered the park. So you made wow. like a, hu a huge diversion. That's a to long the right. way. It is, and just you from know, knowing I, like what little I know about DCA, I mean yeah. Soren's like on the other side of what is now going to be Pixar Pier, right? Mm. The Grizzly Airfield area. Oh no, Grizzly, Grizzly, Grizzly Airfield is more towards the front. But I mean, it, oh, it was okay. a big. It was a big diversion, and then, like, all the, all the stuff there at the entrance was, you know, blocked off because it had all been torn down, and they were working on stuff. But it, it was just, you know, a logistical, and I don't want to say nightmare, but it was just a headache visiting DCA then. And um, 
I don't want them to be shy about doing this just because it is going to be a headache as far as, like, you know, how are people going to get to the land? Well, how can I gonna... tell you, though? I think this is going to be a lot easier. This, to me, in construction, is going to be more like when they were building Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. I don't which, think Seven Dwarfs Mine Train... Which currently has a 140-minute train... wait, by the way. <laughs> Great. I'm on the app um, right now. It's January 19th and one fifty-two in the afternoon. And has a 140-minute yeah. wait. That's crazy. Uh, well, it is the end of a holiday week. So you can look at it that way if people took off uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday yeah. and then through the whole week. But your point is made. But I think my point is that when New Fantasyland opened and then they started working on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, it was kind of like a hole. It was almost like walking around a donut. It didn't mm -hmm. impact Magic Kingdom that much. And I'm imagining once they start to tear down the old Communicore buildings... You basically will have to make a choice at the front of Spaceship Earth whether or not you're going to get to the land or you're going to go over to Test Track. And you have to live with your choice until you get over towards the international area um, in that promenade where they used to do Lights of Winter where that like splash pad is. Um, you got to go left or you got to go right. And what I think is going to be neat is as construction goes on, if they do continue to run the monorails, which, you know, maybe they take them offline um, <laughs> to the Epcot, you know, it, it, I don't know. But how neat is that loop going to be to see that construction or that demolition going on above the wall? Because there's no way they're making that wall 80 feet tall. No. So no, and I think that, that, that one of the things itself, you said, like you, you gave the analogy of um, building Seven Doors Mine Train, and that was one of the few yeah. times where we had sort of 360 access to try to peek in on the construction. Yes. Usually yep. you're up against little, an they edge. They put little windows. They did. Yep, yep, at, at, yep. Yeah, and, you know, it was... Usually it's at the edge of a park. People are trying to get up high for pictures or... Well, you know, oh, Star Wars it, Land is like you're going to get tasered if you try and get a picture yeah. of it. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. Everybody's It'll... riding, you know, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad <laughs> has, like, an extra 30-minute yes. wait now because yes. of all the people yes. that are riding it and, like, at the top yeah, of that over one Disneyland, hill. Yep. They're like, snap, 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 snap. Yeah, people are taking pictures by the big wall that they've built, the big gate in uh, the studios, similarly, um, you know, over by Grand Avenue and the newly revamped kind of Muppets Courtyard area. But yeah, same thing. It's like, no, 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 no. You're not, no, you're not getting a look in. You got to check out BioReconstruct's uh, Twitter feed if you want to see aerial <laughs> updates. But even then, once they close the buildings, there's not much more to see because now it's just like, what are they doing? Because they load the they load whatever construction they're doing like at night, so they put that stuff inside, and then basically it's pointing out things as they do landscaping or rock work or what have you. So um, you know, I, I am very interested in, in how they handle that for Epcot as they move forward. They're gonna they're gonna demolish the um, the uh, Communicore East, and they're gonna find. A secret hallway between mm -hmm. Energy Exchange and the Centurium. <laughs> and they're going to find, like, a door and, you know... That's where the Astuter computer is? Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to... They're going to... They're going to have... We have lost 95%... <laughs> a, memorial, a memorial plaque where like so and so knocked on the door here to create a diversion 
So yes. the, the, the rainbow uh, space-themed characters could come in and ambush the Centaurium. Do you have any resolutions for yourself when it comes to Disney? Uh, I can go first, if you'd like. Sure, if you'd like to. Please do. Because I think my Disney resolution this year is to do my best to be optimistic and positive and try and embody the spirit of positivity that Walt Disney himself had. Not everything is going to be positive. Not every change is going to be great. It's not going to become some show for Walt Disney. However, it is one of those things that as things change, try and take a, take a look at it from the bright side. Try and take a look at it from a positive spin and try and stop the quote-unquote Diz Twitter phenomenon mm -hmm. of immediately mm -hmm. jumping into the negative and why things are terrible and the parks are the same as Six Flags and... I can't believe anybody would pay that much to go see a park with only four rides. Someone saying that. someone saying that a Disney park is anything like Six Flags is enough of an excuse for me to stay away from Disney Twitter another month. <laughs> <laughs> like, did someone seriously say that? Of like, course they did. They oh. did. It's on the uh, level. They did. It's extremist to get a response. Yes. It's overly negative to get commiserating going. And, and it's, in it's in response to the ongoing feud with what the source of, of attraction inspiration is with regard to paid IP coming from a movie or a television show or comic book or what have you versus Imagineers thinking up something out of nothing. And then usually when I press, when I press that point... And I bring up things that they thought were thought up out of nothing, such as Splash Mountain. <laughs> yeah, but I get the yeah, but yeah, but so people just get attraction. people just get mad at you. Yes, they do. People just so get I'm mad going at you. to try to have less people get mad at me on purpose. Now they can get mad at me for my opinions. I'm not going to change that, but I'm going to try and be a little bit more positive and be more of trying to be a positive influencer in the community. That's my Disney resolution for myself. Dean, do you have a Disney resolution for yourself? Boy, yours is way more altruistic than I am. <laughs> You're trying to get more people to go to adventures out there travel. No, that is a great that is a great goal for both of you in 2018. <laughs> my goal actually was going to be related to Disney movies. <laughs> so I feel like... Oh, you're going to go see them? Yeah, I want to go 10 for 10 this year. Ooh! So, uh... Starting with Wrinkle in Time? Uh, Black Panther first, right? No, I think Wrinkle in Time comes out January... 20-something? Maybe next week? I believe Black Panther is mid-February. Yes, Wrinkle, it is. Wrinkle in Time is slated for March 9th. Okay. Uh, Avengers comes So I was next. a little off. <laughs> Avengers, then Solo, then Ant-Man. Yes. Part 2. Yes. Then the yes. one I'm probably most looking Ant -Man forward to. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man Ant and the Wasp. Wasp. The one I'm looking most forward to, The Incredibles 2. Yes. The Christopher Robin movie that's supposed to be coming out. Mm -hmm. The one I might struggle going to see is the Mulan live-action one. <laughs> I, don't, I, 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 have, I have yet to see any of the live-action ones in the theater. <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph 2. And then Electric Boogaloo. Nutcracker and Mary Poppins 2. So... I forgot about the Nutcracker. I believe those are the ten that you're going to see. If I if I listen yeah. to ten, if I missed one, I apologize. But um, 
Yeah, I, and the reason I say that is because you know we've been looking forward to most of these movies. My family has since we've heard about them or saw trailers, and we did pretty good this past year between Star Wars and Coco. And um, I did not get to see Thor in the theater though. So, mm. I, you know, we, we like going to the movies anyway. I like taking my son to the movies. He's getting a little bit older now, where I can start to take him to some of the ones that I would have otherwise uh, waited for watching on uh, DVD when I get a chance because I don't want to take him. So. I don't know I'm going to make it to all, but I do love going to see Disney movies. They had another banner year in 2017. I think they closed well over $6 billion, um, Yeah, which, which is, is insane. Probably top three all-time of studios. I don't have the actual numbers in front of me. Um, but, yeah, I think they're going to have another fantastic year. And, you know, as you talk about what is original and what's not, I mean, really, there's not much on this list that you could qualify as original. Um, right. and people are going to point to a wrinkle in time and think that it is. It's not. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a remake. You know, mm-hmm. you had a, I mentioned a couple of Marvel movies in there. Obviously, there's another Star mm-hmm. Wars movie coming out. Then mm-hmm. you have Incredibles, the sequel. Um, mm-hmm. Bond's just a remake. Ralph is a sequel. Mm-hmm. And yet, I'm still going to go nuts for all of them. So, yep. I'm okay. Well, and even the Christopher <laughs> Robin movie is going to be based on a property. Right. And, a. and Nutcracker yeah. is basically a, you know, a, another twist on a very familiar story. So, despite the fact that you might criticize Disney and their movie making for uh, not having a ton of original projects in there, I still think they're developing original stories for familiar characters. And I'm okay yes. with that. And I'm excited for that. So, I want to I spend a little more time at the movie theater and uh, get my family out to see, hopefully, 10 for 10 in those movies. Well, we'll save you a seat in the aisle. Amy, do you have any personal Disney resolutions for yourself this year? I've been thinking about it a lot this past week, and it's hard to think of any. Like, I don't have any trips planned. Um, man, I don't know. I I need to get back into Disney Twitter a little bit to to number one to catch up on the news because I have no idea <laughs> yes. of anything else that's happening. Actually, Meg Meg it is thirteen. She texted me and said that there was a new hippo born at Disney's yes, Animal Kingdom, there is. which is. Which is great. I, I love it. I love the little And show. I found out today that hippo, through lineage, is going to be Fiona the hippo's aunt or uncle. You're kidding! I'm not kidding. I love Fiona. Yes, because um, Fiona was born from the daughter of the father of the newborn, newborn baby hippo. So it's going to be like if you watched, what is it, uh, You've Got Mail? Or whatever that that Meg Ryan Tom Hanks movie where his aunt and uncle were younger than he was. <laughs> it's one of those situations. <laughs> However, it works in the animal kingdom. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. I love so hippos. Yeah, so yeah, getting back into Disney Twitter is good, particularly if I am correct in my vision of making it a kinder, gentler, happier, happier place, uh, mm-hmm. which will probably fail miserably. But I'm not going to do that. Um, what about some of the other Disney interests, like uh, pin trading or you know going to the Disney store? Do you still do that? Mm. Pin trading, I usually just do that in the park when I'm there okay. at you know a Disney place. Disney store, I go there a little bit. I was just I don't know. Not the one in Kentucky, though. No. <laughs> no, the one in Kentucky. I I mean I've been. 
I would have been, been peeved if you had been a, at the one here and you didn't say anything. Or like, well, fine, you just don't want to see me, okay? Oh, I, I would have stopped by for the Mama Beth Combs stew, believe me. Absolutely. <laughs> if there's any left, so there's like a little <laughs> bit left. Like a paltry eat, amount. Do you eat stew with bread, or do you go just solo? Oh, I went solo today. I, my there's... mom made my mom made cornbread the other day to eat with hers, Ooh. and all the cornbread is long gone. Oh yes, oh, yeah. that, that doesn't. It? <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> so there's a little bit. You of should play that left. for her. <laughs> what the, the cocktail? Meeting. I should play the the original the corn Children episode. of the Corn. Children yes. of the Corn for my mom. <laughs> Anyone who is a who is a newer listener of our show, if there are yes. any of you, and you Go have back. not listened to my first episode on this podcast, <laughs> it is entitled Children of the Corn. It is from November 2016, I yes. believe. Yes, it's my first episode on this program, and it is a glorious disaster, and it's really funny. I think it's really funny. I mean, just speaking for me, I think we were very funny. It had a two and a half hour glorious finale. It did. Yeah. It's it is yeah, the uh, our our performance on that episode is as big Mm. of a disaster as Miss Piggy's (laughs) ending (laughs) in Muffet Mission three D. Sun shining up above you. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to help. <laughs> Get out! Get out! <laughs> oh man! Uh, and and if, if any of my, our listeners my... has any oh, ideas for no, it's fine. If any of our listeners has any idea for another single food item that they would like to hear us discuss on the show, oh yeah, we please let us know. We and all we will, like food. <laughs> we will exhaust the topic in ways you could not believe. Absolutely. Please let us know. Absolutely. Either at our email at butterandbaconpodcast at gmail.com right, I, I or don't usually, on Twitter. Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I, no, or, I will tell you what I'm doing in a second. If you have any ideas yes. on ways for us to not speak over each other, <laughs> no, I am the main culprit no. of this. No, I, I want yeah, to definitely not. to the listeners. I want to explain to the listeners why this happens because oh. there is a Skype delay, especially when there's like more than two people. Well, the, so the internet ha- like in Kentucky has to go through Cincinnati before it gets to us. There's like yeah, a, second, a little bit of a delay, a second and a half, two seconds worth. Dean and I are living in the future. <laughs> and I will think that they're done speaking, and then I'll start speaking, and then like in the middle of me starting to speak. They're still speaking, and I didn't know, and so I speak over everyone all the time, and it's a problem, and I apologize. I know it's an issue that I have, but I can't totally it's blame myself. Oh, it'll it's be, I, It's part of your 28 resolutions to continue doing it. I, I'm trying to... See, it happened again! It happened again! <laughs> I'm trying to be more cognizant of, like, is he real? done speaking or is he just Ooh, taking robot a natural amy, pause that's new yeah we got robot amy i just amy, heard robot go. amy that's oh. a new one good Domo for you arigato mr roboto domo arigato mr roboto well, see, at least Domo, you have Domo. A, 
A Amy has a, an innocent reason. I was just playing um, Emoji Blitz and wasn't sure if Polly was done yet and felt like I was supposed to say something. <laughs> so I just started talking. <laughs> he just jumped in whether he's done or not. <laughs> well, were you done? Well, you're done now. You're done now. Sorry, I need to get Hero and you, Baymax. You, this is huge. See, in the background, I heard like, blah, 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 blah. and I was like, "Oh crap, Dean is talking," but like I couldn't hear him talking, so I have no idea what he said. Sorry, wasn't important. This is me explaining the technical side to our listeners, which I'm sure is riveting. I'm sure Carrie, one golden son, really appreciates this this behind the scenes look as she comes through the back tunnel from her locker room to our locker room and she's coming in with three more people she's coming in oh, carrie's coming in with meg and she's coming in with nick our number and one she's coming in with um who else is she coming she's coming with in with Kristen. you know who she's you know what she's coming with boxes of girl scout cookies oh yeah and she's sending baxter to the door and he's She'll like scratching on the door she will. She has a link to. I think they <laughs> ship it straight from like the Girl Scouts. I think the Girl Scouts ship it straight to you. Like, isn't that how that works? Like, you pay so. shipping. I, and I then haven't it bought comes... those cookies in a long time, but I saw them at work, and it appears to me since mm. the last time I bought Girl Scout cookies, the boxes have gotten smaller, the cookies have gotten smaller, and the price has gone up. Hey, yep. I'm not gonna have you. I'm not gonna have you affecting my friend's cookie sales, sir. I, I don't. No, people... no negative publicity is going to be allowed on this podcast, sir. That's up to the editor. I'm just saying it's been a long time since <laughs> I bought Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Plus but yeah, those... I guess it's <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I said those sales will be done by the time this show actually comes out. So. Oh, yeah. Easy. Easy. It'll, be, it'll be time. Well, like you mentioned, pitchers and catchers. It'll be like all star balloting time. No, we'll be at, we'll be at NBA <laughs> draft. <laughs> this store. It'll be like the NBA playoffs, and everyone will be like, "What is? Why are they talking about this old story about like?" <laughs> oh, how cute! They're doing their resolutions in June. <laughs> oh, I guess kidding, my resolution is, to, is to like dive back into Disney Twitter a little more. I don't know. I mean, I guess that can be it. That's a good resolution. Uh, yeah, I've been in kind of a, kind of a funk about about Disney things. I guess maybe it's because I don't have any trips planned. Like the last two years, we went in January, and like the time that we would have gone this year is like come and gone. So I'm just kind of like, oh, uh, you know, and that it's cold and I just have winter malaise. It is super cold. Yeah, I just have winter malaise. I think when like spring starts to come out, I think everyone will feel better about things. You know, I think it's going to be, I think springtime is going to be good. I agree. I think you're right. I think you're right. Dean, do you have anything else? Um... You know, we are planning a trip for July, and <gasps> we laid out our initial ADRs and all that kind of stuff, and I think I need to get a resolution to try something new, because mm -hmm. we're like, oh, well, we're going, and we got to go to all of our happy haunts. We love to go to Boma, and Raglan Road, and a Crystal Palace breakfast, and 
Ohana's now in the rotation, and, and a Kona breakfast for our last day. And then, because we're going for seven days this summer, I was like, oh, we filled up all the slots. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to have to forego one of our favorites, and I'm going to try to incorporate, if not something brand new, then something that we haven't done in a while. Um, so. I can't I can't remember if you said that you had been to this place or not, but have you ever been to Olivia's Cafe at Old Key West for dinner? I am a major supporter of Olivia's for all three meals. Okay. I couldn't remember if you had been or not. Yeah, I was going to say, do Olivia's, Olivia's. Olivia's and Kona are my top two. If you want, pick a restaurant that actually serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I think those are the mm-hmm. two best on property. Mm-hmm. So we try to get there as often as possible. Mm-hmm. I, am I love Olivia's. We're returning to one restaurant that we haven't been to in a long time, and that's Victorian Alberts. Um, we're we're going to be there Ooh. for our fifteenth wedding anniversary. Oh, wow! Fifteenth wedding anniversary. Well, our anniversary, just not yeah, our, our anniversary, Paul. <laughs> not the same year. You're brave, me and you, both of us together. <laughs> that was my Mike Wazowski. That was so fantastic. <laughs> That was terrible. <laughs> uh, but if, <laughs> I think I think one thing we should resolve, Polly, for the podcast is Uh-oh. to try to put out our fantasy results sooner than we have in the past. Yeah, so, Dean, who won the fantasy football? So I thought league? maybe we could just take a second to talk about yes. fantasy football. Yes. Uh, ba, 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 ba. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> So, we had... The sad part is I'm not even sure. I'm opening up the app. It's been so long. Um, I believe our playoff teams were as follows. We had the number one seed was the Duckburg Canucks, I think. The number two seed was uh, Scott's Perched Hawk. We had also in the playoffs the Shoreline Tap Room, Totally Radical Islam, Project Badass, and shocking to me, the Metroville Heroes. I have no idea how my team got in. <laughs> I think I luckily pointed out, uh, like out, out pointed, I should say. I think it was like within three points uh, of a team making the playoffs. So, um, yeah, it was it was a shock to me. Like I said, if nothing else. Oh, you know, I'm sorry. The monkey was in as well. I think uh, I think Badass is the one I beat out by three points. Anyway, there you go. the playoffs played out. Uh, finishing in sixth place was the tap room. So Mr. Scopa and I battled three weeks in a row because I finished in fifth place. He and I were both quickly dispatched in this playoffs. And then the way the, the um, schedule defaults is five plays six the following week. And then we played each other for like three more weeks after that because the schedule doesn't change. Uh, the number four team for the year was Mr. Monkey. He finished 10-3 and three, uh, with the best record in the regular season and then got upset in the playoffs. Number three he got was, upset a lot. <laughs> yeah, he did. Number three was the Dapper Donalds. Number two, Mr. Campbell and Scott's Perch Talk. And crowning our champion for the 2017 BAB FFL hashtag... Cleatfoot, hashtag, squeakfoot, hashtag, something else Amy likes to say, was the Duckburg Canucks. Congratulations. Congratulations. That was my favorite name out of all the ones that you named. I, I like that name the best. So Yeah, we like that, I think, good. at the draft. Absolutely. <laughs> you, you like that more than Knights of Ren? Yes. 
I like Duckburg Canucks as a name. That's cute. More than the Snuggly Ducklings? I like Duckburg Canucks. More than Melissa's Mistake? No, that was pretty funny. That was really good. Uh, but it, it was a fantastic year. I hope everybody's back again. We will do this in 2018. And my resolution to you, I will not commit to a weekly recap and preview show like we did two seasons ago because schedules sometimes dictate otherwise. But yes. we will communicate the results and bring this up more often in 2018. We will eat our prunes and be more regular. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, <laughs> Does this mean our next episode is going to be a bathroom show? We all right. That's the second time that's come up. I think we need to get come up. That. <laughs> nice. We hope not. We will plunge into that topic. I think. We, <laughs> I think we need to get out House of Mouse on the show. <laughs> and making Amy giggle like a hyena. That is the good stuff. This has been the good stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon. For personalized trip planning services and expertise, please contact Becca via email at Becca at AdventuresOutThereTravel.com on Twitter at AIOTTravel or visit our website, AdventuresOutThereTravel.com where you can get more information, read our blog, subscribe to our newsletter, and request a quote. Let them know Butter and Bacon sent you. You can follow Butter and Bacon on Twitter at Butter and Bacon, on Instagram as Butter and Bacon Podcast, and please contact us via email at butterandbaconpodcast at gmail.com. To get the good stuff delivered hot and fresh, please subscribe to Butter and Bacon in your podcast app of choice. My dearest listener, it is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. And now we invite you to relax. Let us pull up a chair as Bert et Bacon proudly present your outtakes. I think a bathroom episode would be good. I might feel like I'm in Germany. I think a bathroom-themed episode would be awesome. I, well, you mentioned you mentioned that we do have a contact. The Houston Rockets were playing the. Lo- <laughs> oh, lovely! <laughs> With great timing. She's getting all choked up over it. <laughs> Let me get a sip of water. <laughs> What great timing. Okay. Three, two, one. Uh. <laughs> so Dean actually, I think, had this so, uh, idea to come up with uh, what kind of... Re- what are you doing? She's just interrupting you. What, what did I do? What we call that Amy know? Beth Combing. <laughs> <laughs> there's a delay. There's a Skype delay. I can't help it.
Nope. We're not in a room together. Yes, we this are. We're true. in the studio. Yes. In the, we're in all the in the studio. studio. Well, now we're all in the same locker room. <laughs> Mur- Murder Cat's over in the corner meowing. Mm. She's at the door. <laughs> she's, no, she's, yeah, she's the distraction out front. She's there. She's, okay. She's the Dray- Clint Capella. Draymond Green is at the door. <laughs> He kicks you in the groin and throws Murder Cat at you. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. Uh. oh my goodness. Alright, give me the countdown, Amy. <sighs> she can't. She can't. She literally can't complete. She can't. <sighs> She's done. Give me the count give me the countdown, Amy. Three, two, Yes, Astro? <laughs> <laughs> he said the the path of greatness, and I was thinking, is Toy Story Land the Austin Rivers of Hollywood Studios? <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if he was going to count it as, as another attraction, like Path of the Jedi. No, Dean, Dean, I completely co-sign. <laughs> You're... Oh, I, I co-sign. Oh, I co-sign. I co-sign. Sign is um. Does anybody want a secant? <laughs> is um. Can I get no, a tangent? I'm gonna tangent. I'm gonna tangent. <laughs> oh, we we tangent enough on this I show. <laughs> so my, I, I'm just wondering: is um, is like Star Wars, uh, Path of the Jedi, and Launch Bay? Is that the uh, Clint Capella, <laughs> the the distraction at the door, so that we don't um, look at the, no, the, from what the I all understand, the other things? No, no, no. That's that's. It's the um, Captain Phasma's parade. Yeah, that and the projection on Hollywood oh. Studios. <laughs> oh my gosh, Captain Phasma's parade is Clint Capella. Oh, yep. So so beautiful. I think so. Does he average two yeah, and a half minutes a night? Because that's about how long that parade is. I just can't. I can't stay on topic. Oh, it's okay. Oh. Dean! Oh, yeah, Dean, save us, save us. No, no, go ahead, Amy. Amy, what were you going to (laughs) say? Dean, do you have a... Oh, boy. I wasn't going to say anything of words. Dean, ah, savior of the podcast. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Oh, you. Oh, you. Oh, you. (laughs) Oh, you, Darvish. Oh, oh, she, she won't get that. Yeah, baseball. Nope. Uh, pitchers and catchers report 45 days? No, way sooner. Really? Yeah, twelve plus about 25 days. 25 days? Yeah. It's like well, February. by the time this show releases next year. <laughs> when this show comes out, we'll be three weeks into the season. Right. <laughs> the Yankees will be the... un- under 500, and all the fans will be <laughs> wanting to <laughs> boot fired, fire trade this guy, get rid of cash yep. when he's a bum. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. It'll be great. Shout out Heather W25. Absolutely. Go Phillies. Amy, do you Why? have a personal ditter ditter? Bitter party of one. <laughs> Amy. <laughs> Amy, Three, do you have a two one. Amy, do you have a personal Disney Resolution that you'd like to reveal to the to our friends here for 2018. 
You know, I don't have any trips planned. But so if you need tough. one planned, I know who you can go to. <laughs> that adventure that makes, is out there. Makes... Travel. <laughs> Which is a sponsor of this show. <laughs> uh, let's start over again. Three, two, one. <laughs> Amy, do you have any personal Disney <laughs> resolutions? I was going to say reservations um, for this year. Three, two, one. <laughs> Jingle bell, jingle bam!